NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. Yeah, your That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. Stories. Yes. You know how I know I still got it? How? So I was at the coffee shop the other day. Oh, wow. Right? I was at the coffee shop. Did a woman hit on you? <laughs> <laughs> she hit me with a bodor. Hey, nice. Um, no, I was at the coffee shop and a couple, LA mm. couple was in front of me and they saw a thing on the menu, right? And they were like, oh, Bambuccino. Bambuccino. What's a bambuccino? Isn't that nice? It's a cappuccino made with virgin deer blood. See, Kissel, you already ruined my entire story. Is that right? I see. I walked to the uh, barista, leaned to them. He's like, that's for babies. It's a bambuccino. It's milk. We put a little cocoa butter in there and stuff stuff for the kids. Oh, it's wonderful. And I leaned over to them as Mm -hmm. they said it. I said, wouldn't it be funny what you just did? Yeah. And I said, if it was called bambuccino, because it was filled with a bunch of deer's blood. There I said it this, is. Which wow. is, I hate this. Mind I'm a ma- meld. I'm a but Mind then they, meld. But then they got upset. Why? Right? Because they were like, oh, okay. Well, I guess you try anything once. And, and then I went into, I furthered yeah. it because we were down the street from this the really Did they cute, do anything to prompt your interactions with uh, them? They were my audience. Okay. And I was, kinda... explain this to Natalie because she doesn't understand. Why do you have to talk to everyone? I was like, because that's that's me. That's who yeah. I am. Well, you just, just kind of pop up. Yeah, because again, yeah. I might be stoned. I might yeah. be on my daily walk. But right. here, I'm now engaging with you, right? Right. And so I was trying to explain, help oh. the neighborhood, because down the street, salt and straw ice cream. And every October, I was trying to explain to them, they do this pig's blood chocolate mm. ice cream, right? Where they mix a bunch of pig's blood into it. And then they looked at me, and they were frozen with fear. And they were like, so what does that taste like? And yeah, I was what like, what does that taste like? Blood. Right. Take a bunch of blood. And now, then, why would they, why would anyone get that? I because it's fun. It's something new. Well, it's it's, it's, it's gross. No, it's the power of human dominance. Why would anyone over the entire food chain? So, an ice cream joint brings a bunch of pig blood into their ice cream shop once a year and swirls it with their ice cream, and we're supposed to say that that's a novelty and special. I think as opposed it, to a massive violation of the health code. No, 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 no. It's it's very thick and it's very cold. I think they have an abattoir. I think they have a slaughterhouse that <laughs> so they go and they get it. I because I think the ice cream is sent to Salt and Straw, but I did taste Ugh. it. But then when I said it, it tasted like blood, like the looks on their faces were because I thought we'd all were gonna laugh. Right. Well, why? Because why? I thought that it was again shared experience. I never know who my people are. Yeah. And then no, I when I've said I've said fun dark things to people, not understand that just me. That's how I exist. Right. And then why? I say it, and then they laugh. Because, yeah. again, I'm very funny, super charming. Well, oftentimes, oftentimes people will laugh to get away from a problem or away from a situation or just sort of back out, you know, in, in a positive manner. That's so a W. They don't want to trigger you or anything. I got the laugh. What was the joke, though? Blood. How much blood I ate. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. 
Ben hanging out with Henry. He's hungry for blood. Well, what a great for blood what a great, all around place. Like a coffee shop yep. or an ice cream shop. But that, that's fun because it's a seasonal spooky ice cream. And this is not, again, I think I'm turning people away from salt and straw. Yeah. It is very tasty. It's too expensive. Well, but honestly, they're trucking, it they're trucking in all this blood. I That might be the problem. But they take it from very nice pigs. I'm sure that they do. I don't think that you've given a good advertisement to this spot. And to be frank, expensive ice cream? No, thank you. Ice cream's, it's a treat for the people. I actually also. It's not a treat for the elites. You and I are in that same, I'm in that world. I do believe it should be not fancy. Same thing with Mexican food. I like it better when it's it's not fancy. Of the earth. Well, Henry, you know what's so funny is maybe they were scared of you. Because arr, arr, arr. The, why? Because I was doing that. Arr, 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 arr. Yeah, but the big dogs. Big dogs eat. Yeah, you're WCW, home of the big dogs. That's a reference to a 1997 ad campaign for WCW wrestling. That's anybody who is here watching us right now was there for that 1997. Absolutely. Maybe they thought you were Gary Glitter because he just got out of jail. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Uh, I would not have spoken to them. Okay. I mean, because anyway. they were children. I wasn't trying to gather them. Right. I wasn't trying to, because, oh, man. But Gary Glitter, isn't he? Don't we still use that song? Which, and what everything? song did he make? Hey. That's Gary Glitter? The song that we all ran out to play our little basketball games when we were in seventh grade to? He sang the most generic sports anthem of all time. Yeah. The, a man he, named Gary Glitter, who was a, a violent, violent predator. I don't know what would make you think that he'd be a violent predator. Look at all these extremely masculine pictures of Gary Glitter. Well, there's nothing look at wrong this, with There's the, nothing. I mean, there's nothing predatory about this picture of him in a top hat with <laughs> all 90 million of his British chest and back hairs pointing towards the sky. You know he's got a tie on for no reason, an ascot. He looks like he's about to stick that tube inside of a child. Hey, that's fine. He can do whatever he wants he to tube as long as he does not do what you just mentioned with the child. Thank you. I just didn't realize that he made the sports anthem that all of us sing at all of our events. Is anything sacred? No. God no, everything is it. everything is dipped in blood. But well, again, anyway, like our ice cream. Anyway, he's uh he's out of jail now. So there you go. That's that story. But so. it wasn't me. It wasn't you. No, I was just I was a fun guy. I have another update uh, about if I watched a little bit more of the Murdoch trial coverage. Man, this thing, I have to say, we covered it. A, well, I don't want to toot our own horn, but now it's it's gone mainstream. Yep. And the way that certain channels are covering this, it's freaking hilarious. Well, it's all like this criminal mastermind. And the, but it's just I, a redheaded doofus. But he's got he does have a mind. He does. Well, the one thing that was interesting is that the CFO for his law firm did a full long testimony throwing him under the bus. You just hear the blah, blah, yeah. you hear the wheels. But, but he needs it, to go. He needed to go under the bus. It does remind he, me because it was going to come to her. She was. was going to get charged with the financial crimes of the law firm because he was angling to do it. She must have known what was going on. She's the chief financial officer. It doesn't seem like anything was on the up and up. So bizarre again, because this guy was born in the dugout after his family hit a grand slam. All he had to do was not be a criminal and he couldn't avoid it. He couldn't afford it. I I don't know what it was because basically she showed a little bit about his scam, what he did, which was that he'd write. One thing he'd do is he'd write double checks to himself and then wait for years. But like, yeah. And then figure out how to read to read. He would wait a year and then cash it and then they'd catch him. And the way she put it, she was like. Well, we're a brotherhood of this law firm, so nice. we cover for each other. So and they just let him write a check back for 121 grand because he just well, he was like, oh, that was some kind of fumble snubble. 
Right. I didn't know around here. I was, I was just mixing up. You know how you know how many times I accidentally have a check on my desk for 121 grand and I accidentally cash it multiple times. Buddy, you dab your frow that has a little bit of sweat above your eyebrow with a wet rag, and I'm just gonna believe you. I'll say, okay. He's on to something. As soon as you do it, oh, my, 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 my vapors. Yes, whenever I think of a South South Carolina brotherhood, for some reason I get a little uneasy and slightly uncomfortable, but mm. she had to know what was going on with this law firm. She watched it all from the side, and then she from watched the him. Side. And, but and, you know it's always the financial officer that's the fall person. Well, that she knows. She knew. And that's so why she she's got like, very effing lucky well, that he was so bumbling and dumb. Oh, also... Killed his whole family. Well, the whole thing that she did truly not get is, busted. He also the idea of she became a whistleblower in this this boys club was also very daring. I've seen for her. that footage before. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, the sounds are coming out of his butt. What? Uh, but he, it's weird because she explained all of his crimes and then also was like kind of explained his entire mo, where she would like Alec would what come is in. His mo? Well, he'd come in. He was doing Boris Johnson. Where he would yes. act super disorganized. Oh, uh, be like, oh, you know what? Like, Even better, Mr. Bean. Oh, seriously. But he would go and he would, Mr. Meaner Bean. That's the crime base, Mr. Bean. Oh. But he's also, don't let him anywhere near your kids. Absolutely. Anybody with the last name Bean, don't let him anywhere near your child. Well, you're a wife, most um, likely. But this guy, right? He would act all fucking like, well, I don't know where. He was always talking about how he'd be misplaced things yeah. and act like super bumbling. And then she realized, like, in hindsight, if you look at all his financial crimes, not only is he not bumbling, he's one of the most, like, smartest, like, he would have to, well, the idea of, like, he'd have to hold a lot of information in his head at once to lie. We talk about how many times yeah. how cons are much harder than a job. It is much harder to run a series of financial crimes right. than to just start your own business. Well, let's not swing the pendulum all the way to super evil genius. Let's go with both. It's just both he, of, both of well, bumbling because he got caught. He's got caught. He's not. So, also, uh, Mr. She was Bean, watching it all roll if you, out. Uh, if you do um, give Mr. Bean a back massage, he will orgasm. Thank you. If you rub Mr. Bean. <laughs> that, you're talking about Rowan Atkinson, the actor. And there's probably, I mean, clitorises. we'll see. Oh, you're just, oh, thank you, Kissel. This really no helps as I'm trying to describe financial crimes. No problem. It's very difficult for me to even understand it to begin with. Financial crimes continue on, experts are browsing. It's too late now. Bumbling financial crime. Well, the you know what I was going to say all is, issue. what I was going to say is, you know, obviously now we're all, they're trying to bring us into a global currency. Oh God! Trying to get all of our money Fernando, out of our wallets. We gotta fuck. We gotta Tangible talk. money Fernando. is gone. Well, this is true. We're not doing crypto here. At least we're not doing M NFT and any of that stuff. So but the idea, as well, that you could just go back in the day on a glorified piece of loose leaf, just be like thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just mine pay yourself. Now. I mean, that was just such a glorious time. I forgot. We never really got to live the checkbook life like our parents did. I mean, I did live the checkbook life yeah, for a period of time because I used to write checks that I knew wouldn't cash. Of course. Because I knew it would take days for them to find out. Because, but that was when I was look, I was hungry and it was for groceries. And let's be honest, we were kneecapped pretty young because by the time we were in our early 20s, they would be like, huh? Checks, really, huh, guys? Yeah, I know. Cash I your would, card. Cash I your card. I literally would show up at the grocery store with the checkbook and they knew I was running a scam. Of course. They, because again, I was 20 with a checkbook. But our parents' generation, they could do it, well, almost up to their 60s. They were able to pull the scam scams with the checks. And that's all he was doing. You just write down a number, you sign the dumb fucking thing, and then you get the money. Money's fake. It just shows how fake it is. Oh, but guess man. Who's, whose money you don't fuck with? Whose? The government. Oh, yeah. Because what they do is they then all of a sudden, that money that's super fake to us. 
becomes tremendously real. And that was the main thing that he was on the hook for. He yeah. probably could have killed his wife and his son and have gotten away with it. But we now know that most family annihilators mm -hmm. are monetarily inspired, right? A lot of times the main kickoff point for the father to kill the whole family is a shift in status, which is a lot of this coverage is talking about. They're not covering it because they're all like, he's such a lovely family man. And it's like, no, he was about to lose everything and then double lose. He then made himself double lose everything. Well, he became a murderer and then obviously the financial crimes and he did every single thing wrong that you can do in life, basically. And again, the trial, if you do uh, have any time to waste, watch him sit there. He fidgets. He cries a little bit. As far as uh, yeah, someone, as far as a defendant goes, he emotes more than more than most. It's more but than he should. Be, to be fair, that's Southern. I because know. the Southern man, the strong man. Sometimes but they, they cry. cry. They, they cry. But most of the time, it's because you have to you have to hit him with a truck. You I have actually, to like hit no, a southern man with like you have to like you have to knock his hat to a gulch. See that'll make him cry. You hit him with the truck, and then they'll say I'm strong, right, bull. But then if so, oh, but now I'm thinking about my grandma, and then they cry yeah. because they have feelings. <laughs> But he wanted he had the feeling of killing his entire family. He didn't. He expressed that feeling. Yes, um, he did. Uh, there's another update I wanted to do. And okay. this is also about feelings. And I think that it is important for our audience to know. Again, we've tried to keep you guys as up to date as humanly possible. When we get updated with information, we want to make sure that you get it as quickly as you can. Now, this is about the condom banana. Where we see now this, this guy. This was said, the guy who shoved it down his throat or the, in yeah, his butthole. The one that was in his throat, right? It was, and it was in and his we were, uh, intestines. And we asked the question, why? Right? Why? Why? Um, and one uh, guy that's an X-ray CT Pract tech. Practice safe eating. Yes, seriously. Um, he said as a young tech, he had a patient swallow an entire electric toothbrush. And then he said, oh. oh, well, like, he was some normal professional guy in a suit and tie. And the man, the patient said it was an accident. You know, and he, it's, according to the, the writer, this blew my mind. So I asked the yeah. ER doctor, why wasn't, why weren't we calling for a psych consult or whatever? And he tells me, no, this was sexual. And, and he said the ER doctor had a sit him down and explain to him some men get off yeah. on deep throating an object while jerking themselves off oh, and then what happens wow. is that some point the natural sucking hole that's at the end of your throat down. just sucks it right in there and so i don't i didn't know but apparently yes he did yoshi huh. his way into the ER because <laughs> oh, he was he was too Whoa. excited mid flagrante, which I didn't know well, it was a thing you... either. But now I know thanks to this writer, and that's why we do this show. We learn, we grow, research. Absolutely, Mister Bean side stories were paramount at research. So you're shoving the condom, the banana wrapped in a condom with maybe let's just say your left hand into your mouth, giving it oral, mm -hmm. and then you're jerking off. And then I guess I, you know, I mean, we've seen footage of women doing this. Yeah, I've seen uh, reels, yeah. reels of footage of this. I guess uh, he would make somebody very happy. I almost feel like I wish that he he could have, because the nice thing is, if it's attached to a body, you can't suck it up because vor isn't real. Well, and also, then maybe you just get the balls in there, and maybe it would probably be pleasurable for the person that you're that you're uh, fulfilling your fetish with. Also, just uh. Whatever you got's got to have a balls-like attachment to it. Yes. It well, doesn't need to be balls, but it needs to have a, doesn't go farther than the rim of my mouth, you know, like edge. It needs mm. a rim. It needs an anchor point. And that's why Henry Zabrowski is selling new 
diet steaks that have balls <laughs> on the bottom. So you can't actually eat the steak. You just get a nibble. Uh, all, you uh, is, all you do and, is borrow uh, it. Uh, and one uh, steak will last you a month. Yep. So you're saving money on food. <laughs> that is technically what we covered in this week for the Essex, the singing oh, of the Essex. Yeah. We talked about the, the nausea cure where they'd stick the piece of pork back, <laughs> yeah, tie it to uh, a rope, and stick it in your throat and pull it back out. Did it work? Uh, yes, it did. Yep. Yes, please. Thank you. Live from your grave. One of the most exciting things about a new year is that you have no idea what adventures are in store. That actually sounds kind of threatening. From travel experiences to picking up new skills, me, I'm getting into drinking whiskey and playing devil sticks. There's no better way to prepare for 2023 than by learning a new language with Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a session, so you can start having real-life conversations in as little as three weeks. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Donde esta el baño? Donde esta la biblioteca? Donde esta mi madre y mi padre? It's that easy. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash L-E-F-T. That's babbel.com slash left for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional and we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. 
So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. Well, speaking of gagging, this story should have all of us on edge. A New York City dominatrix. This is a tale that I got from the New York Post, Henry. What, oh, this and is a new. This is a new entry into this. The, is a new the, entry. So, so, what is her this? name? Is Victoria Nasirova. She has a victim, and the victim says that she drugged his fish and robbed him on a date. But what I understand, but she drug she drugged the fish. A former boo of a Russian-born dominatrix. She went by the name Anna. She was on trial for allegedly <laughs> trying to very, kill her doppelganger pal. This is very with, sensual. Yes, with poisoned cheesecake. This is what they told the jurors this past Tuesday. Wait a second, wait a she second. She also wait. once drugged him and his fish. No, wait, wait a second. This is not the same as this other story we're going to cover where the woman tried to stab her lookalike in the face. Not quite. So Ruben Murakov, I, lonely man, 54 years old. Sure. He testified in Queen's court that he met Anna on a Russian dating app. Ooh, Kremlin fuck that. You know what it comes down to? It. You really shouldn't rush into a relationship. Yes. And the thing is, the thing he remembers after meeting, fantastic. <laughs> the, the, I got it. You shouldn't rush into a relationship. I'm going to give it to you. Thank you. Borakov says, the thing I remember is getting up. We toasted and I took two pieces of fish and that's it. It was like five minutes. I got knocked out. I don't know what was going on. I still don't remember because she poisoned the fish. You just have to she be says the ne- He says the next few weeks were a blur. Oh, she poisoned the fish that he ate. Yes. Oh, okay. So, I thought you talked that he just killed his pets. No. So he doesn't remember anything for weeks. His two trips to the hospital doesn't remember when his writs returned, the Queen's man said he found his new watch missing and his American Express bill loaded with $2,600 worth of unfamiliar charges. I feel like this guy, yes. is, he's asking for it. <laughs> I, I feel that know. he asked for every fucking bit of this. And sometimes I feel like this is part of his fetish. I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of maybe you like the chaos. You want to invite someone to your home so they'll fucking they rip it all up, and then you're like, oh, look at what I've look at what's happened to me again. Well, apparently, Anna. This is according to him. He says she was adamant that he eat the fried fish immediately. I mean, that's, and then she's and he said she's frying she, fish. You got wait a second. <laughs> I thought that was a dominatrix. Yeah. So you're paying a dominatrix to fry fish before she does stuff to you. 
And then fried fish is also the strangest meal to have before sex. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting, right? Um, so he showed up with a date and then he said, she said, we eat now. The fish is getting cold. Well, it's also the dominatrix. <laughs> so you would be ordered to eat the fish as fast as humanly possible. Yeah. So now she's been accused of drugging the dude with the powerful Russian tranquilizer Finzapam as a twisted identity theft plot. So she wanted, I guess, to be this person. Well, she wanted this. Just She's just taking his credit cards. Yes. And she paid, it- she paid a bunch of money on his credit cards. So probably like, you know, because now, you know, they got all the scams. So they take the deed to your house. They can do that shit. They can put like tax liens in your homes. They can literally just like get loans on your own house if they could get your information. But- yes, indeed. Prosecutors say Navarra snatched passport and thousands in cash in an attempt to steal her identity. Then she allegedly tried to cover up the plot by scattering pills around Scherzer's lingerie-clad body to make it look like she tried to commit suicide. So there you go. But then this is the other guy. This is the guy in the hospital after eating the bad fish. I, I mean, you so know, she tried to steal a woman's identity. I try not to victim and blame. And she tried to kill a man. She faces up to 25 years in prison if convicted of murder, murder, burglary, and other charges in the case. As soon as you arrive at your sex worker's home, if they're frying fish, uh, we, we know it's a difficult problem. Unless you ask for it. Unless you're part of, you're doing a big Midwest fish fry sexual play. Like scenario, yeah. Fried fish doesn't go. It's not the. It's just not sexy. Apparently, I love. I love a fish and chips. Yeah. But it's the idea of fried fish, the aura of a of a room in which you have fried fish. Because that's the other thing too. Is that I don't know if you like. I did recently made the mistake of microwaving a piece of fish, and it was disgusting. It makes the entire room smell like a Russian woman's prison. Absolutely. Like you would have to just do have to not do this. Well, also, what's so interesting is Borokov, the man in the hospital, he says he didn't talk to her anymore after. But the daughter of the woman that she killed in 2014 to become a dominatrix. So she killed a chick in 2014, became a dominatrix. Then with that identity, she went to this guy, was a dominatrix. She was like, eat the fish. She poisoned him, got his money. But now she's being charged with the murder of this woman in 2014. Mm. And then also the guy was poisoned, but no one really cares too much about the guy. No, no. Because it's mostly the murder. But isn't that interesting? It it is. It is interesting. Yes, it is. Look at her. She's a beautiful woman. Oh, yeah. That is a full woman. Yeah, she is. Wow. She uh, looks like she's frying some fish for you. Yes, indeed. I mean, she does look like a very nice murderer. Well, kind of a convoluted story there. But nonetheless. Murderer, poisoner. We'll see. Russian. <laughs> it really is great. All right. Um. Now this Zalazu story. I want to get a little bit about what in the living fuck is going on at the Dallas Zoo. Dude, this is nuts. It is really weird. I mean, now we know there's a suspect in. There's been a lot of animals missing from the Dallas Zoo. It is. It. it they are now figuring out there's an actual timeline. And it's put yep. all together because we know that a leopard, a little tiny little baby leopard, <laughs> and actually had went missing from the Dallas Zoo for a period of time, right? And then they found it. But they found a mysterious cut in a fence that actually points to the fact that there's some kind of suspicious, there's some kind of suspicious activity happening at the Dallas Zoo. And that was yeah, the first one, right? I believe it. I mean, unless it's, you know, Skip Bayless attempting to go get eaten by a bear because he's getting destroyed on social media. Um, I feel like maybe they need a little bit more security at the Dallas freaking zoo. And it wasn't just that. And then January 14th, there was another cu- there was another tear found where the Langer muffin, the Langer monkeys were. Right? Oh, I want the Langer muffin. Yeah, I know, that would be Aww. cute. Uh, but they were found again. That was also found. They're like, all right, someone's trying to cut into the zoo. We don't know what's happening. January 22nd, 
an endangered vulture named Pin died at the view of the zoo. What they're saying is unusual circumstances. What sounds like that they that whoever then would go on to be blamed for all of this tried to remove the bird and then somehow oh. killed the bird in the process. Who circles a vulture when a when a vulture is dying? I think just the New York fucking post. Oh. Talking about even worse vultures. <laughs> more stories, more stories. So January 30th, right? So that they found that, that was weird. And then so these this is tamarind the third, monkeys. Third incident. Yes, this is number four now. Number it's four. the Emperor Tamarind monkeys that were taken. And if you've seen Tam, have you seen them? I have seen them. They are so fucking they cute. They are cute. My older brother got to hang out with a monkey recently. I know they can't have them as pets. But they are adorable, and I want to hang out with them. They're really cute, and he found them, and then they found them in an apartment building when they arrested the dude. So these little tiny monkeys went missing. He was and then watching they also TV. Said, he was playing his PlayStation. It was so cool. <laughs> it was so cute. But that's where they found them, right? They found all these, because oh. then there was missing monkeys as well, another pair, and they have now arrested somebody that has been saying going in and out of this zoo, Davion Irvin, yeah. who is 24. Now, he came out when he was arrested. So he's. they are now playing, they're putting this all on him, I think. That this is again completely opinion. I think that there's some kind of inside. You think it's job. a good ball? I think there's somebody happening you on the inside that is helping him get out. It's difficult. I don't know how he's doing this so surreptitiously because then when they arrested him, the man said, the young man said, I just love animals. He loves animals. And he says, so- I love animals. And he said that if when he gets released, he's going to steal animals again. I think he needs a job at the zoo. Well, I don't know if it, because then we compared it. Is it the same as that yeah. young man that kept stealing the trains? In New York City, driving, he, did he was multiple obsessed times. with the trains. Yes, he was a, uh, he had some, I think, I think he was autistic. Yes, but then he, st- then he, would, he stole he, buses too. But like, the thing that you, we must remember. Is that the trains ran on time? He did it right, but he doesn't because he really wanted know. to run. He doesn't know. He, he knew know. all the stops. He knew the stops, but I feel like there's other shit involved with the New York City transit system. Uh, maybe I'm crazy. I think you might be crazy. I'm crazy. So but, this, but is this according- dude, I, I don't know what the hell happened with this story and why this guy wants these monkeys besides because just to he wants them. to have fun. But he doesn't want to take care of them. They're too. They're, you they hang have out a with macaroni diet. and cheese. No, they're gonna fucking die. You're, that's what Linda would do. They that's survive. That's how my mother would fucking feed no, these animals. No, they survive for generations. Millennia. Give them his own serving of beef. Stroganoff? Why not? They're the closest. What? We're very close in, in with primates. No, I think that I'm they sure get... that they could eat. Well, honestly, the processed food we ate is killing us. Look at how small this monkey is. You know, for yeah. a fact, you got to give him some kind of weird orange. Oh, give him a legume. Well, he's got to so, have some slurry. There's definitely some form give of him a banana put together, give... like an apple. Um, but apparently, according to a consultant uh, detective, one quote from a consulting detective was, "All righty then." That is so, come on now. I do do like it. So according to an aquarium spokesman, they said a gentleman who would later be identified as Davanian Wright Irvine. Irvin stopped an employee of the Dallas World Aquarium to ask questions regarding one of our animals. The employee immediately recognized Mr. Irvin from prior reporting on the incident involving the suspected theft of two emperor tamarind monkeys from the Dallas Zoo. Because they put up pictures of his, uh, what they believed that this was the man that was doing this. And then when they recognized him, it's just fucking... They were found, hey, they were found alone in his home. They were found alive. It's just weird. I feel like somebody was maybe helping him because I, I also know like yes there's the one example i will obviously we'll see how this plays out like him saying that they just he just loved animals maybe points towards he's got something else cooking in his brain because there's also you know the thing about these animals they sell for a lot of money 
They, people buy exotic animals just for bragging rights. You're talking about Florida has those issues with drug dealers buying like tigers and shit and then just letting them loose, like letting them go because they can't take care of them anymore. Or they go to fucking medical research companies where they sell these animals to like shady medical places where they go and they like, let's see what happens when we remove its hands. I mean, I and feel then, like the real money here was in finding the, well, honestly, this this is Ace Ventura Pet Detective. It is. Because the reward was $25,000 for the monkeys after Pin's death. That was the bird. Originally, it was 10000 but then Pin died. And they're like, twenty-five grand. If you have twenty-five grand, find these monkeys. And then, boom, that's that's just yours. We'll write a check to you for twenty-five grand. Guys, as good as cash. Sure. So it's, it's just, better than just, I mean, honestly, they should be like, here's a monkey. Other than Pin, which is very sad that the bird died, but my understanding was it was quite old. Everyone else is alive, and if you are one of these little monkeys, didn't you have an adventure? I don't know. They look scared. No, the they're Tamron fine. monkey looks scared. He wasn't ready to be in a. I mean, like I'm not. You know, we've been to Dallas. It's an apartment. Yeah, you know, it was an apartment. It's but, not going to be great. It's not a great apartment. What are you talking about? Go to Deep Ellum. If he was Go to in Deep Ellum. Robert Downey some... Jr.'s apartment, no. You'd be like, whoa, that Tamron monkey's living the, on the lifestyle. Oh, that's Tony Stark monkey money right there. No, he's right there. He's living his life. It's a good. Working class. It just wants to hang out, chill out. It's Look at the tamarind monkey. That tamarind monkey is a private plane only monkey. You look at his little mustache. He looks like Gary Glitter. He only Don't say needs it to, looks like Gary Glitter. He needs to be flying private and kept in, a, kept in a very special way. That right there, that's a fucking Adele monkey. That's the Aww. type of monkey that should be sitting in Adele's cleavage right now until Aww. she's done with it. And Adele. then she gives throws it away like all those celebrities do with their special like micro interest pets. I know it is quite sad, although Adele would never do that. She's emotional and she cried because a fan was filming her show for his wife who couldn't make it. And apparently her Las Vegas show is fucking back PR up. Bullshit. It's Fuck. back up. Yeah. Uh, fucking call me when you're selling when you show up. She does show up now. She does she? Adele. Yes, she does. I thought she I thought she still was like. Oh, I'm so afraid. Oh, she I can't has stage go. fright. I can't go. She has stage fright. They didn't like my punch bowl big like, enough. Oh, she's too big. Oh, she's too small. They're fucking with her brain, man. No, they do it with Oprah. They do it with everybody. But then that's why Oprah Leave them built, alone. That's why Oprah now lives at a fucking castle with the high walls because then she can sit there and eat 15 pounds of mac and cheese if she wants. Oprah's fine. She has her own issues. I'm going to stand up and I'm, I'm fine with Oprah, but I'm going to stand up for Adele. Because no one is doing it. I feel no one's standing up for Adele. They sing like songs. No, because people got mad. Oh, why'd she lose all their weight? It's like, who gives a fuck? Well, I, I why didn't even bring up her weight. Who gives a fuck? I didn't even bring up the weight. Well, people bring it up all the time. I didn't. Because she brings it up. And you she's just brought like, it up. No, she brings it up as and to the, why the, she has stage fright. And the Adele character I was playing, I was talking about tamarind monkeys. So did you hear this other story? There was a I want to talk about the sea spiders who can regrow their butts. Oh, okay. Let's do that first. <laughs> Let's do this. Because we're yes, talking I, about I more wanted... animal experimentation. Yes. I, I'm fascinated by this. That's the whole story. What do you mean? Scientists in Berlin figured out that spiders could grow their own butts back. Why did it happen? Why Berlin? Well, this is the always, right? Yeah. Um, they did a bunch of different, they tried to figure out whether or yes. not spiders Cut. could just cut its butt off <laughs> with any luck, it'll grow back. Think about what are we doing? All the other animals. That they cut oh, the butts off of them to see if the butts just died. Yeah, We're like, oh. unfortunately, we tried the Labrador retrieval, but all of its guts just ended up oh. on the floor. It's just every single time a goat cuts the butts off a lemur, we cut the butts off a full bison, oh. American bison. That's and sad. it never came back. All it did was die. 
all it did was shit his yeah. blood out inside of it and then it's got it's got to wiggle around yeah. like it's a tentacles. Well, it'd be especially sad if they cut the butt off of an animal that sits to poop. Yeah. That hurt. Well, yeah, and butts, fucking spiders use their butts for webs. Yeah, I didn't. They use their butts for webs? So they thought that it was only possible for arthropods to grow back their limbs due to their hard exoskeleton. But then the studies show that, like, 16 of the younger spiders fully grew butts back after they cut off their butts. Wow. Yeah, they just cut off their fucking butts. And, and then they just were like, Fingers crossed. Right. So the spider. And I guess they put it in a, in a in a pot. So is that. So the spider web, it, it comes through the butthole. Because I have a spider in my den and I love him. I like, keep all I spiders alive. I haven't named alive. him or anything. Yes. He's an insect. He doesn't need a name. He's above names. But he he's killing them mosquitoes. I love my spiders. I keep all the spiders alive. But why? So it comes from their butthole, the, the webbing. I thought it came from their mouth. Kissel, I'm just going to go on and say, like, I have no fucking idea. What do you think, though? I think, in my mind, I thought it was a butthole, yeah. I thought it was <laughs> shit. And then I think it might be cum. Because we I covered it. Well, we know that bee is bee, bee you know, is honey. Just cum. But now we know that bee honey is cum. Yeah, it's just cum. But with, I think so with spiders think coming out of their butts, I'm pretty certain ah, it's a gland. No, think, you're right. I think it, it's a gland. It might be it's a pussy. It could be because I think Cloaca. I think spiders like men, like mankind, are, are, are always yes. originally start as women or as genetic as the, having Is the physical a, properties yeah. of both. I and then, yes. Have. And then we because our penises are just big clits. Right. And our yeah. balls are actually what's inside of a woman's pussy. Isn't that fun? I fucking know what's going on here, man. Well, man, we're going to get so many fucking emails again. That's and great. I am just side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Again, we said this last week. If you do have a medical issue and you want to write and get our advice, yeah. we're going to, we're open, open door. Just send us out. We're going to help you. We're going to fix you. Flex seal. Flex seal it. Live from your grave. You ever want to try to sound professional? All right, just try to sound professional and extremely difficult. So what do you do, right? Me, use periods. It's declarative sentences. It seems professional. It's perfunctory, right? It just delivers a message and information, and then you walk away from it. But what I find is that when you leave a period with being like, we'll talk about this in the meeting next week, period, right? And you send that to somebody. A lot of times it sounds like you're about to read them the filth, which is why you need Grammarly, right? Because when it comes to work, communication is key. Even if you don't have a quote-unquote writing job, because all jobs require writing unless you're a mime. Grammarly's Premium's advanced tone suggestions help you communicate confidently and reframe your words to be more positive and productive, right? It makes you say stuff like, isn't that fun? And gee willikers, I can't wait for the deposition. Reframe negative language to be more solution-focused so you can better collaborate with your team, coworkers, and clients. I'm going to come over there and kill your family exclamation point. I'm going to come over and kill your family. Seems cute. Seems fun. The right tone could move any project forward when you get it just right with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash tone to download and learn more about Grammarly Premium's advanced tone suggestions. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y D-O-T com slash T-O-N-E. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. 
how much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly, you know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right, my job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. 
Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, speaking of large uh, clitori, in this case, it does happen to be a penis. A severed human sex organ was found at an Alabama gas station parking lot. This thing's fucked this up. Was this in, is like a fuck. This is a secret, like, fucked up story. It is bizarre. It's in Mobile, Alabama. So after a gas station attendant in Mobile found a grisly severed sex organ, it's a dick, you can just say penis. It's a penis, yeah. Um, the penis um, belonged to a motorcyclist who was killed in a tragic accident uh, near the mobile Alabama station. This motherfucker so was his- dead for a while. People just, this is what, this is Mobile. He was dead. Multiple cars hit him. It wasn't until the last car, the last one to finally stop to go and then realize, hey, there's a penis over there. So a spokesperson with the department of, obviously the police department says, the deceased was riding a motorcycle and lost control and fell off. Unfortunately, multiple vehicles struck him. And they just kept blowing past. Yes. The appendage located at the gas station is not related to a murder or an assault. Is so it not hit and guy, run? Is it not multiple hits and runs on a corpse? His name was Christopher Means. He was 29. And he got hit so many times, his dick fell off. And he got attached to a truck grill. Like it went on a Fievel Goes West adventure. It was like a literal his penis became a Pixar character. Why did so many people hit him? Because, and they just kept driving. No yeah. one stopped. So he lost control of his bike moments before, obviously, the fatal accident. Following Mean's death, multiple sources confirmed to the local newspaper that a human penis was found at the gas station. It's so the, wild. The gas station was located on a road near near the highway. So, yeah, it got stuck. One social media user claimed that Means was literally torn to pieces on the interstate. Lol, funny. Jesus Christ. And it sounds his penis like- fell off in, in front of a truck, and then the truck got on the interstate. It's really interesting because it looks like that penis went mobile at a mobile in Mobile. It really did. That's funny. That is Fernando. funny. Everyone's I'm just so, I'm so That's technically funny joke. I just can't believe that this guy, so his was he not wearing clothes? No, I know. It was because he was mangled that badly by how many people kept hitting his dead body in the fucking car. Stop the hitting this man's body. It is just, it is a bunch of people saying this is not my problem, even though you now have literal human blood all over your car. Dude, yes. And you didn't even go to Salt and Straw. No, you did not. You know what I mean? Like, it's this not is even just, hunting season. You got this blood. And then just because, I, I, again, you know, we've been through Alabama. We, I think y'all know. That if you live in Alabama, y'all know there's some issues in the state. No, it's a fine people, but bad government. Yeah, so this guy just like, just I don't understand. I just don't understand. The idea of just such a lack of any sort of conscious. Birmingham was absolutely beautiful. It was. So please, uh, they have not detailed exactly how means penises managed to travel to the gas station. However... If you look Do you think at security, it grew legs and walked? If you look at security video, it does look as if it falls from a truck that had stopped for gas. It literally so also, was clinging like it was the brave little toaster. <laughs> so if you're the, also if you're the truck driver, like oh god, yeah, oh no, shit! Sure. Oh, oh I gotta get this dick off my truck. Well, let me see if I recognize it. He just picks up, just <laughs> <laughs> starts sucking on it. Nope, nope, nope. I don't recognize that one. Also, if you're a cop and you see a truck that has just a, a dick hanging onto it, you're like, you found a serial killer. 
And then it turns out, no, this is just one of many vehicles that hit a random person, which again, as Henry said, it seems like if they fall, if you're falling the highway in Alabama, it's a fair game. Yeah, hit him. Hit him up. It, it's really strange. Yeah, he fucking the penis uh. attached to the grill. They look it up, and just immediately he's like, I feel you need to give that penis a ticket for hitchhiking. I because agree. that right there, I don't I didn't even agree to bring this penis to the gas no, station. I know. So be careful fucked out there. Up. Really fucked up. Uh. Because that's a, it's again, it's a story that because like people send it to us and it's got that funny headline. Be like, oh, you know, well, funny, but that's just because I'm implicitly, I'm just broken. But the idea of like, oh, I'll just remember penis at gas station. You're like, oh, I'm funny. And then you look at it and it's like, oh, there's a heartbreaking story. Well, it is extremely sad that this person died on the highway after getting run over by multiple cars. But I think that we can all carve out, including the family, if this was a friend, if you if you were the one dead, I would say it's kind of funny that his penis ended up alone in a gas station like sure. he was hitchhiking. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Again, it's kind, no matter what, that is in itself kind of funny. It's a joke for the family. Yes. Yeah. They are allowed to be th- to find it maybe kind of funny. Or it go, is kind of funny. He's got a little bit of smirk. Like, hmm. Because huh, hmm. I would if I, again, got into a car accident, ran over my dick ends up. Like at a Piggly Wiggly parking lot, I'd be like, "Is exactly where his his penis would want to be." Ben would laugh. He's laughing from wherever he is now. But I don't know if that's his regular mobile station or not. We don't know because again, it'd be different if if it was. And be like, "Oh yeah. well, at least he at least it was in a familiar place." And of course, you know, when it comes to uh, penises at gas stations, they can only drink through straws. And uh, don't try the jerky; it gets a little spicy. That is again well, just fucking slinging material. Did you hear this story about this pigeon? Speaking of death, oh god, there's yeah, a New York City pigeon. Pigeon. And I actually am a pigeon fan. I don't care. I got shed on one time by a pigeon. They say it was good luck. It's it good was luck. Not. It's not. But I'll take the I'll take the 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 myth other than pure and utter rage. So gender reveals are a thing, which I don't fully care, but whatever. Yeah, no one cares about we um, I don't care about the child. I mean, whatever people do with this is just one of the things that I they became popular like five years. They're they're not like no. They weren't happening in the 90s. You know, Uncle Corner, it's another thing that was like invented by like big maternity, like that industry, that whole industry that's around babies. Big maternity. And so it's like, well, it's like, what's what's like how Valentine's Day is a fucking construct, right? That was a thing they just made up. That people could just spend it. money in February. Now it's true. you get it. It's true. And then it's because it, it was, we, I guess we just didn't have a holiday. It's just the gender reveal thing is like just another way to like siphon money from parents. Yeah. Valentine's Day was like, well, they didn't spend any money in January because they're so broke from Christmas. Get them now. Yeah, we'll make it in. Get them again. We'll get them in February, halfway through the month, just when they think they might have a savings. So when New York City pink pigeon flamingo dies from the dye that it was u- that was used for a gender reveal. So many people are getting hurt with these things. That's I know it's, the it's very hacky now to even talk about it, yes. but it's just the truth where it's like, but it keeps happening. It's the most dumb shit way to spend your day. But it is a it is a uh, it is a pink pigeon named Flamingo and they covered its body in pink. They named the pigeon and then they killed it. Yes. So they named it. Died at pink. It died. And then you that's now your pet. No, according to a New York City bird rehabber for the Wild Bird Fund. Well, these bird alcoholics are so brave that they can have, finally have a place that they can go. They wrote what is being called a squabatory or an obituary for a squab. And they say we what? are deeply squabatory. Is that a thing? No. We are deeply sad to report that Flamingo, our sweet pink pigeon, has passed away. The rose-colored rock dove has become an instant celebrity after WBF rescued it from Madison Square Park the other day. And then uh, it was uh, 
But now it's dead. So, but it died at the gender reveal party. Yeah, because I think they they died at pink, and then they then they rescuers named it flamingo. I'm just so upset. And then it died. So they wrote, despite our best efforts to reduce the fumes coming off the dye while keeping him calm and stable, he died in the night. We believe his death was caused by inhaling the toxin. Jesus fucking Christ. So uh, there you go. He died of a fucking drug overdose, kind of like. But the nice thing is, they're having a girl. Throw it away. They're having a girl. <laughs> I should take that baby and they should throw no, it. No, it's not the, it's no not the baby's fault that their parents decided to take what some people call the rat of the sky the state, and use it as their gender reveal bird. The state needs to get involved and needs to come and take their children. Yeah. Because the idea that just... Well, let's it, not do that. I'm, I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Yeah. You're killing so, animals. People are getting hurt over these dumb shit things. According to the Ornithological Rehab Center... Based on the hundreds of comments we've received, we know you know this, but please try to discourage others from releasing domestic birds for any reason. Dove releases sound romantic, but take away the decorations and Instagram photos and their equivalent of dumping your helpless pets on the side of the road. Yeah, you're ju- they're still animals. Like, they're not decorations. No, I mean, they're not. They are animals. They, like, um, they like go places and they shit and, yeah. they, and they, they jump and they do things and they take up space. And they're just, yeah, again... So if you just buy a bunch of pigeons in one place and they just release them, I feel like a bunch of other animals are going to come and try to eat those pigeons, right? I also don't think it's right to bring other living, sentient, I don't know if a penguin, a pigeon, a pigeon, a penguin, a sentient pigeon. What? I don't know if a pigeon. <laughs> is this, I don't is know. this radio? I don't know if a pigeon. Do I have to call a hospital? I don't know if a penguin, pigeon. <laughs> I, I don't know if a pigeon is sentient. Yeah, it, well, but I would it say, can think. I uh, say leave all living creatures alone out of your gender reveal. Keep it to balloons if you have to do it. Only or, kill yourselves. Or just say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say it. Just go to the go to the doctor and you get the sonogram and be like, oh, that's it. There you go. Oh, I guess. Look at the hog. Put a put a big old hog on it. Or put a nice set Huge on it. Tits. Yeah, but guess what? Either way, the kid's fucked. All right? It's a bad right. time to bring them in here. Well, that's what they say every generation. We need some good ones. Only the bad people seem to be procreating. So if you're good, like our listeners, yes, you can procreate. We need to even out whatever the fuck is going on. Absolutely. And we'll All send right. milk. Oh, I'll send you milk. We'll get you milk. Don't, don't ask where we got it. All right. Well, let's do Hero of the Week. One Hero of the Week is a dog that's 31 years old. It's uh, it's a this Portuguese. is cute. It's a this Portuguese. is I'm very happy with this dog. Yes. He's 31 years fun. He's blind as all hell, but he is alive. Two weeks after the Guinness Book of World Records announced a 23 year old Chihuahua as the world's oldest dog, oh, there was some discrepancy. Bobby is 30 years old in 266 days, and he is now, according to Guinness Book of World Records, the oldest dog yeah. ever to live. <laughs> yeah. His life expectancy was 12 to 14 years, so he is more than doubled that. He beat it, man. And he's the world record holder for the oldest living dog, but originally, Bobby wasn't even supposed to live that long. Nah, man. He was destined to fucking die on a suicide mission from the government. Bobby was born along with three other male puppies in the rural (laughs) village of Conquerors. You know his bark is worse than his bite because they had his teeth removed 10 years ago. I know. That's very true. (laughs) I told Jerry that all the time. You're like, it's coming for you. It's coming for you. 10 years, Jerry. So um, isn't that fun? His current owner is Lionel Costa, and they're only 38. 
So well, the dog's almost smarter than they are. Honestly, I'd be looking to the dog for advice. Absolutely. Do you know anything about a Roth IRA? Yep. So anyway, Nat, so that dog's all old. He's so cute. You know that he's senile because he's hanging with cats. Well, his eyesight has worsened a little bit, but the elderly dog continues. The he's elderly cute. dog continues <laughs> to enjoy each day resting. Yeah. Spending time with feline friends and relaxing by the fire. He's cute. And then he just kind of hangs out. And also, I like him. I like really, really cryptically old dogs. Yes, it's my favorite. This dog, Bobby, uh, he is. There is another old dog that's of a similar breed named Bluey. And that was an Australian cattle dog, was born in 1910, and Bluey lived 29 years and five months. But now that's no longer the oldest of all time. No. Um, also, no, no, it's different now. In a real story. Oh, man, that one dog, Bluey, it didn't last for a year, man. That was no. disgusting what happened to that poor animal. And then in a real story, a man, a human being, actually did something very good. Hmm. His name is Adolfo Molina. And there was a woman and she was driving. She ended up having a heart attack. You know, guys drive like this. And then women drive like, oh, I'm having a heart attack. Funny stuff. You, you get the joke. Really classic. Funny Save it stuff. for my Congress run. So he ran and ran across four lanes of highway, stopped her car from going into a guardrail and saved her life. So he is a true hero that as is. well. That is. Thank you for doing that, Adolfo Molina. Not many people stop anymore, as we just learned. Most people just continue to run over the same body until the penis ends up pumping gas. You really just, we just need to stop. Stop. You just stop. Stop. Pull over. Have fun with it. I mean, honestly, hey, I know. Honey, that- I'm going to be a little bit late. Saw, Saw a corpse. Saw a corpse. And she's like, yes. Think about this. Have you had a whole night's worth of plans that you want to do? Cancel. Sorry, saw a corpse. Sorry, sorry, corpse. Honestly, that's a night. Then you can get out of it. You got to fucking get out of jail free card. Absolutely. Oh, here we go. Here's some stories. I'm listening to animals. Here's some fucking animals. Oh, here we go. Um, it was a hot summer. This is about an accident in Six Flags, 2007. It was a hot summer. And I nearly broken and blooded my nose on a roller coaster. I was much too short to ride. That's a very good lesson for you children that are definitely listening to this. Yes. My mom and I were walking towards the main gate of the park to meet up with my sister after she got off the Superman Tower of Power ride. I remember that fucking ride. So we got closer. There was a loud cracking sound that caused everyone to duck down as if there was a gunshot. In retrospect, this was the sound of a cable snapping on the drop tower and ensnaring a 13-year-old's neck and legs. Ooh. According to the report, she was able to get the cable off her neck but not her feet. When the crowd, when the ride reached the 154-foot peak, it then dropped. Her shoes, with both feet oh, still inside, mama. dropped into the catch net below. I did not see the feet come off, but I heard the scream. She was on the ride on with the this. Ride. Oh, fucking, on the ride. I Every, would freak, dude. Everyone I would freak in the out. park had nope. a confused and panic attitude, nope. but they were all headed towards the exit, presumably to get away from the screaming. As we met up with my sister, I caught a glimpse of the gore at the base of the ride, once named Elevator, and it has stayed with me since. Oh, man. Which is also what M. Night Shyamalan should have called Neville. I know. I love Devil. I thought it was great. I'm yeah, excited for his new one as well. Some people are skeptical. I, I, check it out. I like, I am an M. Night Shyamalan stan. I read the book that too. the movie is based on, and I've heard that they've changed the ending of it, which we'll see. And I like Dave Bautista. I like a Dave he's, Bautista. He's the best actor of the big boy uh, wrestlers. But that was just a disgusting story. I probably shouldn't even t- told No, him. it's fascinating. I mean, uh, honestly, this is why I don't go on any of those things. I'm just slightly outside of the algorithm they 
create them to make them safe. And also, I just, yeah, no, it is. You are just, and it's true is that, and it, yeah. you don't, you don't, don't need mad. to fuck around. And the same thing because, no. like, I'm, you know, Ed Larson loves, uh, uh, he loves rides. But he's not as tall as I am. But he also, for a while, at least he, now he can, he's fine with it. But he's a big guy. He's a wide guy, and so he used to joke about how they used to force you. You used to have to force him into the roller coaster like seat until it clicks, right? Because you're supposed to push it, but you're not. You shouldn't be doing that. No, you shouldn't be I'm doing not that trying to it test can fly it. Open. Yeah. No. Um, a little bit updated, and then this is a little thing on Elvis. I'll get to creepy stuff next week. Um, but one thing that we learned about Elvis came back, yeah, which because we were talking about his diet and we were reminiscing and 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 being falsely nostalgic, everything we never got to experience. I wish we could have been there. Um, but apparently Elvis did suffer from uh, extreme constipation for most of his life, according to the coroner. Like when they went to do the autopsy, they believed that he had four months of impacted shit. In his system, they think they had something between 30 and 40 pounds of Duke Jesus Christ. in his intestines when he died, which is probably also why it's that's why they explain why his gut was so extended, even though he had skinny arms and legs. But that's what I have. I'm also hors d'oeuvre shaped, right? Where I'm, I'm I look like little sticks oh, sticking out of a guy. fucking tomato, right? But, so I just feel. I guess it's the peanut butter. Well, is it the peanut butter? Because he has it was so the much pills. Good. It was the pills mixed with he did have chronic inflammation. They said that his 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 colon was twice as long and twice as wide as a normal colon. Jesus, that's what I called him the king. Yeah, he's the king. He had the biggest tubes in the business. He did, like, but he was compacted. Yeah, more than thirty pounds of feces. How did he mm. even sing all those romantic songs to our now he grandmothers? He was full of shit. He was full of shit. <laughs> that's what it takes sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, then he was on a lot of steroids as well, which is why he had this super puffy face. So he never even really drank. He well, again, he yeah, was they only said the that pills. He joined from time. One thing I was reading is that he said that he would have. He wasn't a full teetotaler. He would drink from time to time. But every once in a while, if you if you caught him in the right mood, he'd drink a whole bottle of peach schnapps because he just liked the taste. Well, peach schnapps is good. <laughs> but it's just like it's so But sweet. I mean, peach schnapps sitting on top of oh, 30 pounds it. of shit. And then at some point, he just needed a friend to just give him a big hug. Yeah, he Squeeze just. it out. Maybe go on one of those elevator rides and get scared chillless. I, are you going to be the one to tell Elvis, hey, comment on the peanut butter sandwiches? No. Are you going to go in there? for everything. Because they also said that he'd go through depressive modes. So we learned that when we went to Graceland is that yeah. he is he was a very somber man a little bit. But that's like he'd sit in his bed for months at a time eating platters of cheeseburgers <laughs> and he'd get bed sores <laughs> oh. just from sitting there. Hey, all this. Yeah. You know, come on. Buddy. Again, man. I mean, at least cocaine gets you out of bed. Oh, I think that gets you gets you running around. Yeah, a little it gets bit. you have the club or something. Yeah. That's why you just got to love every day knowing my 30 pounds of shit. Just come out of my mouth. Comes out of your mouth every week. That's you got to do it. Like, and then I live knowing emptied. I take three to four dumps a day. That's. I mean, I don't know if it's natural, but it's good for I you. I looked it up, and it said anywhere up to five. Good. Then you know you're fine, right? And they come out clean as a whistle. I'm doing Great. no wipers. I'm Look. doing partial wipers, Just and then wipe. I get the bidet going, man. Give me shower. I, I fucking sit on that bidet for fucking 20, 25 minutes. Great. Just letting it cling, 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 cling to the point where I taste the water in my mouth. <laughs> That's right? so gross. And then I laugh. 
No one yeah. finally clean enough for God. It's <laughs> so gross. You finally, like, I'm clean enough for God. so gross. That means up All to you, right. God. You, you, you connect the bottom hole to the top hole, and that's because your ideas are mighty God. <laughs> there you go. What a sermon. Your ideas are mighty God. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, do we want to talk about that little show we're doing? We have a April eighth. Yes, April eighth. We're going to be doing 8th. a live side stories. We're going to be promoting a project Henry is working on. Can't wait. And uh, yeah, we can't. I'm, I, I, gotta, I already miss people. I miss the stage. I miss the stage. You miss the stage. Speaking of the stage, too, I'm going to put up the location for this. Yes. It is at the iconic Fine Arts Theater in Los Angeles, April eighth, twenty twenty three. Come and see. Man, okay, so oh, fine, fine, arts. fine arts. Fine arts. Fine arts. We're going to do some of these performances. Also, check us out in Australia yes, if you're wait. there. We're going to be there from August 2nd through August 12th. Here are the exact dates. Come and check us the fuck out. We cannot wait to see yes. you. August 2nd will be in Auckland, New Zealand. August 4th, Adelaide. August 6th, Brisbane. August 7th, Melbourne. August 10th. Sydney and August 12th we're coming all the way around to the strangest little city on the Emerald Isle that's Ireland but oh. it's Perth Australia Perth all right thank you all so much for listening hail yourselves hail Satan Magustalations everybody they, they do it again do they record a whole episode again again yeah, and, just again. Oh, and again and again and again and again this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.